Welcome to Word Alive. We're so glad you joined us today. We have been teaching on the gifts of the Spirit, and today I want us to look at faith, one of the power gifts of the Spirit. We'll start in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 1 in the New King James Version. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministry, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For the one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he will. Now we have to understand that faith in the gifts of the Spirit is operated by the Holy Spirit. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and Amplified Classic Edition in verse 9. To another wonder-working faith by the same Holy Spirit. It is wonder-working faith by the Holy Spirit. Now this in the Amplified Bible was describing it as wonder-working faith. Now the gift of faith or special faith is one of the three power gifts, and the gift of faith is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit as all of the gifts of the Spirit are. The gift of special faith is different than faith which comes from hearing the word of God. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Now there's a difference in the manifestation of the gift of special faith. I call it special faith. But it's faith by the Holy Ghost. And there is uh, faith that grows by hearing the word of God. Now, we've all been given a measure of faith. But faith can grow in your heart by studying the Word, listening to the Word, hearing the Word of God, walking in the Word of God, talking the Word of God, manifesting the Word of God through your life. Faith grows, but when you operate in the gift of special faith, it is different. The gift of faith is the greatest of the power gifts. Now, the power gifts are these. Faith, working of miracles, and the gifts of healings. Uh, It is the gift of the Spirit to believe so that a person might receive a miracle. This is the gift of faith. It's a gift of the Spirit to the believer so that the person might receive a miracle. Unlike the working of miracles, which is given to the believer so that that person might work a miracle or work miracles. One gift receives, the other does something. There's a difference. There's a difference in receiving that than there is in doing something for a gift of uh, working a miracle to operate in your life. These power gifts are closely associated as the other gifts are. The gift of faith is a gift operated by the Holy Spirit as other gifts are. 
When used in the gift of faith, it is impossible not to believe for the thing the Holy Spirit tells you to believe for. If he tells you to believe for it and you're operating in this gift, it's impossible for you to, not, for you to doubt. You will believe under any circumstance. This gift only operates as the Holy Spirit wills. The gift of special faith is received. It isn't like faith that grows as we increase in the knowledge of God. We have all been given a measure of faith. Without faith, we wouldn't, have, we wouldn't get born again. That is the different than the gift of faith which the Holy Spirit operates through us as He wills. Not all are going to be used in this gift, only those who He chooses and when the Holy Spirit chooses. It's only who and when He chooses to use you that you're going to operate in this gift. Every believer can grow in faith this is different than the gift of faith because when he uses you in this gift, you're going to have faith and it will be supernatural and you'll go, I could not doubt no matter what happened. Amen? Now, if you will uh, study Smith Wigglesworth ministry, there were many people raised from the dead in his ministry. His wife was one of them. But when he operated in this gift of special faith, it was impossible for him to doubt. I've heard of him uh, going to a coffin, pulling the man out of the coffin and throwing him, threw him up against the wall, and the man fell. He picked him back up and threw him up against the wall again, told him to live, and the man fell. Picked him up again, he threw him up against the wall, and the man came to life. And what happened was, when he did this, it was the gift of special faith, it was the working of miracles and the gifts of healings all working together at the same time. But it was the gift of special faith that allowed him to do this and it was operating through him as the Holy Spirit willed. Now you don't hear about this very much from many people. But he had a walk with God that was greater than most too. But the thing is, the Holy Spirit wants to use us in these gifts. And we have to desire these gifts. We have, to, we have to desire the power gifts. Some instances of the gift of faith are given are to receive a miracle for supernatural protection. Now, sometimes he'll use it for supernatural protection or sustenance to, to sustain you, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, laying on of hands to receive the Holy Spirit or, or pronounce a blessing. Now, it all depends on what the Holy Ghost wants to use you in and why he wants to use you is what's going to manifest. It doesn't mean it's going to manifest because you want it to. doesn't mean it's going to manifest because you know about it. But what will happen is, most of the time, this is the way the gift of special faith will operate. He'll give you a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom, and he'll tell you what to speak out when you do, then you you believe it to such a degree that you know it will come to pass against no matter what the odds are. And you receive a miracle against all odds. It doesn't matter. You are going to receive the manifestation of it. Now, the raising of the dead, as I was discussing earlier with uh, Smith Wigglesworth, if you'll get some of his books and read them, you'll understand more about what I was talking about. 
But I'll test on it a little bit to let you understand it's not only Jesus that operated in these gifts, but he, God uses other people to operate in these gifts. And he wants to use us in these last days, in this last day revival. It's time for these to manifest. Whenever the person used in this gift, what is spoken or desired by the person will come to pass because God has put it on your heart. When used in this gift, it is impossible not to believe for the thing desired for by God. If it is desired by God, he puts it in your heart and says, I'm going to use you in this special faith gift. It is going to manifest because it's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. It's just like all the other gifts of the Spirit. It doesn't make any difference which one it is. It's going to operate through you by the Holy Ghost. You can't do it on your own. And he uses you to manifest this. And this miracle will come to pass over a short or a long period of time. Now, sometimes people say, well, uh, I was operating in a gift of faith. And if you are, then you're going to believe for it until it comes to pass. It won't matter if it's a short amount of time or a long period of time. The miracle may not manifest for a period of time, but it will manifest. Now, there's a period of time that you have to wait sometimes, but you know when you're operating in that gift of special faith, you're not going to doubt. It would be impossible for you to doubt because he's using you and putting faith in you that is supernatural faith. Now, the patriarchs of old pronounced blessings that didn't come to pass for a long period of time, but they did. That was the gift of faith in operation. If you'll study the Old Testament, there was a lot of blessings that were given to different people, and it came to pass over a period of time. Now, Daniel in the lion's den, for an example. The gift of special faith was in operation in his life, and he was supernaturally protected from the mouth of the lion. He went to sleep. They threw him in the lion's den, and he's the only person that got thrown in the lion's den that I know of that that uh, went to sleep and woke up the next morning, and uh, he knew that God had supernaturally protected him because he had that get the special faith upon him, and not one of the lions touched him. Daniel received a miracle. But the next day, if you'll study this, I don't have time to go into all that, but if you'll study it, the next day, the king woke up and says, go see, check on Daniel. And they told him, they said, he is a lie. But the king had some other men thrown into the lion's den, and they didn't last long. The lions chewed them up and killed them. Now you study it and you'll see, but it was a supernatural miracle that Daniel received. He went to sleep, and I'm pretty sure it, with the miracle that took place at that time, instead of those lions roaring like they do, they were probably purring like kittens, and they were probably sleeping themselves. I don't know for sure, but I'm, I would not uh, doubt it one bit. Now let's look at First Kings chapter 17, and we'll look at an example through the prophet Elijah that operated in the gift of special faith. Now this is one of the biggest miracles uh, that happened in his ministry. All, and, uh, there were uh, quite a few miracles that operated in Elijah's ministry, but this is one of the ones that uh, 
lasted for the longest, I guess you could say. Uh, if you'll look at 1 Kings chapter 17 and verse 1. And Elijah, the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Now he told Ahab, he said, it's not going to rain until I tell it to, dude. He said, it just won't happen. Then, in verse 2, Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Get away from here, and turn eastward, and hide by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook. I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Now, this was a miracle in itself. He obeyed what God told him to do, but he went to a brook that hadn't dried up. God knew it hadn't dried up, but he knew he had another gift of uh, the Spirit in operation at that time, which was the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom. He knew what was happening now, but he also knew what was going to happen. And he said, go over there and, and uh, go by the brook Cherith. Well, that was the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom operating together because he knew that the ravens were going to feed him, and he knew where to go by the gift of the word of knowledge. Amen. Now, verse 5, So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and stayed by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Now, it didn't rain, if you'll study this, out of first. Uh, Kings 17 and 18. I don't have time to go into all that, but study that and you'll see the miracles that operated through Elijah in both chapters. He sustained Elijah, but he gave him a word to tell Ahab. And when he did, that gift of special faith, when he said it's not going to rain till I tell it to, it did not rain. Well, here in Oklahoma, I was uh, out mowing the yard yesterday, and the Lord was showing me some things. And he's going, Ricky, look at how dry the ground is. It hadn't rained for like 40 days here in Oklahoma. And it's, this nothing unusual in Oklahoma for it not to rain in uh, July. But, you know, uh, it rained uh, quite a bit in May and June, and, and usually it does rain in May, and sometimes it'll dry up in June. But, you know, the ground got really dry and the grass started to die and we had to water our garden. I mean, we were having to take, uh, we have rain barrels we water with, but they ran out. And we started using our water hose to uh, water our garden and different things that we have growing. And uh, it, it was getting really dry. And the Lord revealed to me, uh, he knew about this uh, message I'm speaking on today because he gave it to me. And he's going, look at how dry it is. Just think how dry it got for Ahab and uh, all of his crew before it rained. Just think, and it didn't rain because they, Elijah told Ahab it wouldn't rain until he told it to, and it didn't. But it was a gift of special faith in operation. It was an ongoing miracle. It, and it happened instantly. It didn't rain. But it was an ongoing miracle that lasted for years. That was the gift of special faith in operation. It didn't just last for a short amount of time, but it lasted for years. 
and it didn't rain until he told it to. Acts chapter 3 now. Let's look at that. Here's another example of the gift of faith. Let's go over into the book of Acts and look at uh, Peter and John in chapter 3 and verse 1. And uh, a lame man. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. He was begging for money. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, Look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He spoke forth the name of Jesus. It activated the gift of special faith. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Now, I don't know how many times they'd walk by this man, and he'd beg Dom's of him. But until the Holy Spirit wanted to operate through them and this gift of special faith, then Peter, he said, I don't have money to give to you, but what we do have, I'm going to give to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. He spoke it out. And the gift of special faith, when he did, he received a miracle. He took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. The gift of special faith and the gift of healings working together caused this man to receive a miracle. This man didn't receive a miracle. It was the gift of special faith operating through Peter, and spoke it into existence, and then the gift of special faith took over, and he received this miracle, for, and then the man was healed. It was the gift of special faith and the working of miracles working together. If you'll study it, that's exactly what happened. And you know, today, we can operate in that gift that the Holy Spirit will operate it through us, just as it did through Peter or John. But when the gift of special faith was in operation, they said, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And then it activated that gift of special faith. It activated the working of miracles because Jesus was operating that gift of special faith through the Holy Ghost through them, and then he received his miracle. Amen. And it manifested as the Holy Spirit willed. I don't know how many times they went by this man. I have no idea. There are many instances that the Lord Jesus Christ, there are many instances that the Lord used the gift of special faith. I don't have time to go into all those today, but I am going to go into John chapter 11, and we'll look at one instance. 
And this is the death of Lazarus. Lazarus, he was dead. Now let's go to 11 and verse 1. Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the, the town of Mary and, his, and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. They said, go get Jesus and tell him that Lazarus is sick. He's Jesus' friend. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of Man may be glorified through it. This was the gift of special faith and operation when he spoke this. Jesus knew, but when he spoke this word out, by a supernatural gift of special faith, he said, This is not unto death, but for the glory of God. Then he knew what was going to happen. Amen. And he had a word of knowledge. He had a word of wisdom. All these gifts were working together. But he knew that God was going to use him and get the special faith in the working of miracles. Now, uh, let's look at verse 5. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. Now, he stayed there two days. But he also said that it was not unto death, but for the glory of God. Verse 14, Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. He said, Nevertheless, let's go. No matter what. I'm not doubting no matter what. Verse 17, so when Jesus came, he found that he had already been dead in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away. And many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever believe, lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Now verse 38. Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there's a stench. He's been in there for, he's been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? See, this is the gift of special faith and operation through Jesus. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now see, it was, it was um, impossible for Jesus to doubt what God had told him to do and what Jesus said because it was a gift of special faith and operation through him.
And as you'll see, the gift of special faith, the working of miracles, and the gifts of healings will be in operation together. Verse 43. Now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. This was to get the special faith in operation. And when he had and he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with cloth. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. And they loosed him and let him go, and when he told Lazarus to come forth, he came forth out of that grave. Because the gift of special faith was in operation, the working of miracles was in operation, and the gifts of healings. If they were not all three in operation at the same time, Lazarus might have come out of that grave, but he would have died when he got outside. No, the gifts of healings, he was totally healed from head to toe. The working of miracles was taking place because they had to do something, and when they did, the miracle took place. And the gift of special faith was in operation because Jesus could not doubt. Even though it had been four days, he said, I can't doubt. How could he doubt? Because God told him what to do. And the gift of special faith was operating through him. Then he had the faith to operate in the working of miracles and the gifts of healings. And when he did, Lazarus came forth, bound hand and then foot, leaping out of that grave. He came forth leaping out of that grave and he said take your grave clothes off of this man because he is totally well loose him and let him go it was the gift of special faith the working of miracles and the gifts of healings working together in jesus christ's ministry amen we should be desiring these gifts to be in operation in our lives jesus christ went to the grave and he was resurrected. And when he was resurrected, we were resurrected with him. He took away every sin away from us so that we could walk in the anointing of the power of God. And walk in the power of the Holy Ghost as he wants us to. Let's look at John chapter 14 today. And we'll start in verse 9. This is the New King James Version. Jesus said to him. Now this was Philip saying, show us the Father. Now I should have said that earlier, but. Philip was saying, Jesus, show us the Father. In verse 9, Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father, so how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the work. He said, the Father that dwells in me does the works. He didn't say Jesus Christ, did he? He said, the Father who dwells in me does the works. The same Holy Ghost that dwelled inside the Lord Jesus Christ dwells in us. And it was the same Holy Ghost that did the works through Jesus that does the works through us through the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. A lot of people say, well, only Jesus could operate in that as the Son of God. Jesus said, do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. That's what he said, didn't he? Verse 11, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. 
or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. He said, I'm doing the works of the Father. Can't you see that the works that I'm doing are from the Father God? Can't you see that the anointing is upon me to perform the works that God wants to be performed? Can't you see that the operation of the gifts of the Spirit are operating upon me to glorify the Father? This is what he was saying. Now let's look at verse 12. Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe that the Holy Spirit can use you? Do you believe that the Holy Spirit can use you in the gift of special faith? Verse 12 again. Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And we have to go back to the book of Acts where Peter and John at the gate beautiful and the man that was lame from birth and they raised him up by his hand and they said in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And when they spoke forth his name, Jesus Christ himself presented himself in that gift of the Spirit through the Holy Ghost and he presented all that he is. Amen. We have to covet the gifts of the Spirit, the gifts of the power gifts, the gift of faith, the working of miracles, and the gifts of healings. These are raising the dead gifts. And we need to be coveting these gifts and understand that it was not only the Lord Jesus Christ, but the body of Christ can operate in these gifts and perform these miracles. Now, there may be three people in your church. One of them operates in the gift of special faith, and one in the working of miracles, and one in the gifts of healings. And it could be that all three people might need to be working together to operate in these gifts if the Holy Spirit tells you to, if he uses you in this manner, to come together for a dead-raising power. But it could be one person that the Holy Spirit uses you in the gift of special faith of working the miracles and the gifts of healings at the same time for these to manifest. And we can look back at the Smith Wigglesworth ministry. God used him in this area. He raised more than one person from the dead. If you'll get his books and read them, you'll get an understanding about it greater. But I don't have time to go into all that. But we have to understand that there is a working of miracles, a gift of special faith, and the gifts of healings, which are the power gifts that the Holy Spirit wants to use people in the church in, and not many people are operating in these gifts, and we should be. We need to be praying that the gifts of special faith and working of miracles and gifts of healings will be more prominent in the body of Christ, not just in preachers, but in every person that's born again and filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now let's go to Mark chapter 6 and verse 33 and we'll look at another example of the Lord Jesus Christ and the working of uh, miracles through the gift of special faith. Now this was a miracle that the Lord Jesus Christ received, but then there was a working of miracles involved in it as well. Mark chapter 6 verse 33. And this was the feeding of the 5,000. And Jesus had been ministering to these people. 
Verse 33, But the multitude saw them departing, and many knew him, and ran there on foot from all the cities. They arrived before them and came together to him. And Jesus, when he came out, saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion for them because they were like sheep not having a shepherd. So he began to teach him many things. When the day was now far spent, his disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted place, and already the hour is late. Send them away that they may go into the surrounding country and villages and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. He said, they've been here all day, they need to eat something. And there's nothing out here for them to eat, so what are we going to do? That's what they were saying. But Jesus answered and said to them, you give them something to eat. And they said to him, shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? But he said to them, how many loaves do you have? And go, go and see. And they found out. And they said five and two fish. They had five loaves and two fish. And as a little boy, if you'll study another uh, book, you'll find out a little boy had five loaves and two fish. And they found those two fish and five loaves. And then this is what happened in verse 39. Then he commanded them to make them all sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in ranks in hundreds and fifties. And when he had taken the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven, blessed and broke the bread, and gave them to his disciples to set before them, and the two fish he divided among them all. So they all ate and were filled. And he took up twelve baskets full of fragments and of the fish. Now those who had eaten the loaves were about 5,000 men. Now he took these five loaves of bread and two fish, and he looked up to heaven and blessed them. This was the gift of special faith and operation. And when he gave it to his disciples and they take it out, it was multiplied as they, as he gave it to them, it was multiplied. This was the working of miracles in operation. And then they went in and gave it to all the people. And when they got through, there was 12 baskets full of fragments left over. And of the fish. Of fragments and of the fish, there were 12 baskets full. They only had five loaves and two fish. But he was operating in the gift of special faith as the Holy Spirit operated through him. And he fed 5,000 people with this food. Now, this is something that we need to understand. And a lot of people say, well, only the Lord Jesus Christ could do that. Well, let me ask you this. Are you in him? If you'll study the in him scriptures, you are in him and he is in you. And if you'll study John chapter 14, he said, not many days from now, you'll understand that I am in my Father, and the Father in me, and me in you. So he lives inside of us. The same Spirit that lives in the Father God and the Lord Jesus Christ lives in us. And it says the Holy Spirit wills that these things take place. When you see it more, 
in different countries than you do here in the United States. You'll see some of these miracles take place, but we're not limited. And a lot of times we limit God by not saying, Lord, use me in the gift. Use me whenever you need to. Operate in this gift through me as you need to so that you can perform the will of God in my life and your will through me in my life, Lord. Let that manifestation come through me. May the gift of special faith be in operation in my life, the working of miracles, the gifts of healing, all the power gifts in operation. We have to desire these gifts and expect them to operate as the Holy Spirit wants. And a lot of times, what this is what happens. We go into different meetings. We go to church and we expect to get fed and we don't expect to do anything ourselves. The body of Christ sits there and they get fed and we hear a sermon we go home and and we don't see the move of God like we should. But you know, we it's just not in the church, behind the church doors, but it's wherever we go. There could be a, a situation that the gift of special faith needed to be in operation, but we don't think about it and we go, oh, gloom, despair. I'm wringing my hands not knowing what to do instead of saying, Holy Spirit, if you want to use me in the gift of special faith, I'm available right now. It may not look good, but it will look good when we get done. And keep our faith in what he can do through us. And understanding that we need to desire these gifts, we need to covet these gifts, and understand that in the body of Christ that he can use us just like he did Peter and John at the gate beautiful, and that man had been begging all of his life, reach down, lift him up by the hand as the Holy Spirit wills, and him receive his strength in his legs, and him walk and talk and praise God like everybody else does. There could be many instances that we have walked by people in the past but haven't been using these gifts, but we need to expect them to be in operation. Now, I've been in a lot of different church services, and I've been in some and uh, there have been different instances, and I'll be going down the road, and all of a sudden, the anointing would just come upon me, and joy would rise up in my heart. And before I got to church, I was laughing in the Holy Ghost, just uh, had joy of the Lord, laughing, filled to overflowing with the Spirit of God, manifest manifestations of glory just rolling out of me. And it's like Peter said, Joy unspeakable and full of glory. And I get to the church and I sit in the back of the church going, I mean, I'm going having to hold on to the pews because I'm so full of the Holy Ghost. I'm uh, drunk in the spirit. And I sit down and the pastor goes, Ricky, you have a word for us this morning. Well, I'll make it up to the front. And when I get up to the front, then prophecy starts just flowing out of it. Prophecy starts flowing out and I give out a prophecy. And it was a part of a word of knowledge, word of wisdom, prophecy. They were all working together. But you know, it was because I was expecting, because I was full of the Holy Ghost when I got there. It was because I was uh, in tune with the Holy Spirit and what he wanted me to do. And he could have used anybody in that church but me. But he chose to use me because I was listening to his voice. I was full of the Holy Ghost. I was full of the word of God. And he said, I can use you, Ricky, and I want to use you, and I know you'll yield to the Spirit. We need to stay full of the Word, stay full of the Holy Ghost, stay full of expectation 
and expecting God to use us at all times and obedient to the Spirit of God when He wants us to operate so that He can operate through us. These are manifestations of the Holy Ghost that the Holy Ghost is is expecting us to do our part so He can do His part through us. But a lot of times we won't listen to the voice of the Holy Ghost. We don't want to listen to Him. We want to do our own thing. We want to go to church. We want to get back home. We want to go out to the store and get back home. We're in such a hurry. Our everyday lives are so uh, engrossed with everything we need to do that we forget about what God wants to do. But we need to get more attentive to what God wants to do and let Him operate through us and watch these miracles take place more prevalently and more often. And, 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 and watch God manifest His glory. Because, it, and if you'll study one of my other messages that I have preached, and uh, you can find it on our podcast if you'll search through it, but it's called that we are carriers of the glory. And if you're a carrier of the glory of God, you can be a uh, Holy Ghost, anointed, gift of the Spirit person in the body of Christ that God can use mildly. Doesn't matter if you're a preacher or not, just whoever you are, if you will believe God that He can use you, He can and will. I hope you've enjoyed this message today. I believe that it will change your life if you'll start walking in it. I hope that it's given you a greater understanding of the Word of God and what God wants to do in your life. And I admonish you today to get into the Word. Get in prayer and seek God on what He wants to do through your life and which of the gifts of the Spirit that He wants to use you in and operate in that gift as He uses you. Don't be afraid. Step out. And when you step out, He'll use you more. And the more you step out, the more He'll use you and the more that you're able to be used. But don't do it on your own, only as the Spirit of God wills according to the Word of God. Join us next time. We're going to continue on some more gifts of the Spirit. I believe that this is a great and mighty uh, word that God has given us today. Join us next time. We love you. Thank you for joining us today.